0: It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp the headlines. Public doctors say they won't support a strike planned by healthcare workers next week. Travellers between the mainland and Hong Kong scramble to adjust their plans after the government announces the partial border closure and the US says it's disappointed at Britain's decision to give Huawei a limited role in its 5G network. The Public Doctors Association says it won't support a strike planned by healthcare workers next week. The group's president, Arisina Ma, says she hopes the government will step up its measures against the Wuhan virus without them having to take industrial action. She said many colleagues were discouraged by current government efforts and were anxious about being infected while at work.
1: Among doctors, because we represent both seniors and frontline doctors, our association cannot make a conclusion or a sentiment about joining the strike or north. But definitely many doctors uh, have drawback about the idea because doctors are so important in daily uh, clinical care, so we will not openly uh, join or support the action
0: a top microbiologist says it will be best if the government could close all borders with the mainland but he described new measures as a good start from midnight cross-border rail links and six of the fourteen border crossings will be shut flights buses and ferries to the mainland will be reduced but major crossings such as lo wu and Lok ma chow will stay open Speaking on an RTHK radio programme, Professor Yung Kwok-yung from the University of Hong Kong also expressed concern that more coronavirus cases will emerge as up to 300,000 Hong Kong residents return from the mainland. Hong Kong has eight confirmed cases. Civic Party legislator Jeremy Tam has urged the government to impose greater immigration restrictions on, on mainlanders transiting at the airport, arguing that the Sky Pier is not closed. Mainland travellers from the Per River Delta can catch flights in Hong Kong without entering the city by taking ferries to the Sky Pier. But he said the pier should also be closed along with several other ports announced by the government yesterday. Here's Mr Tam. At the moment, there's no quarantine measures for the transit passengers. And that's been the case a couple of days ago, you know, with the transit passengers from Wuhan to Hong Kong and transit to the state. Therefore, uh, that is actually a loophole for the transit passengers at the Hong Kong
1: International Airport. Not only that, for those who travel to mainland China, uh, they can take the ferry, you know, from uh, from the airport. But again, that will be considered as a transit passengers, so they don't need to go through any quarantine at all.
0: Sociologists is appealing to people to stop anti-government protests while the government tries to contain the spread of the Wuhan virus. Paul Yip from the University of Hong Kong's Department of Social Work and Social Administration urged people not to distract the government.
2: There's no time to waste to distract the government. I think to concentrate to fighting this virus. And at the same time, I think we should really
0: stand together.
2: Yes, we might have some different political aspiration or opinion, but I think during the SARS or during the epidemic right now, What we need to do is we have to look after ourselves, to look after those people who might need help. I mean, our government is not that effective already, you know, so don't try to divert their attention.
0: Travellers between the mainland and Hong Kong are scrambling to address their plans after the government announced the partial border closure. High-speed rail passengers are either cancelling their tickets or bringing their plans forward. This passenger, Matt, says he was going to stay in Hong Kong until Friday before returning to Shenzhen, but has decided to leave now.
2: I think it would have been better if there was just a bit more of a, a presence on the announcement and signs up in the metro just saying, "Okay, this is what's happening on this day." Um, but for the whole announcement, I don't. I support it.
0: Mr. Chang is returning from Guangdong after visiting family there. He says the situation in Hong Kong doesn't warrant a full border closure for, for mainland residents yet.
1: We don't need to do that. If the for next month, or if this? Uh, videos have most stronger in Hong Kong. I think you need to do it, but now for now, that's not need.
0: Hubei authorities have reported a further 26 deaths from the Wuhan coronavirus. The death toll is now stands at 132, with almost 6,000 confirmed cases on the mainland. Meanwhile, a Japanese plane and a chartered U.S. flight have evacuated for 200 of their citizens from the stricken city of Wuhan. The European Commission has announced it will help repatriate European citizens. Speaking of Geneva, the World Health Organisation spokesman Christian Lindmeier said more study was needed to combat the threat from the virus.
3: Once we fully understand uh, or understand more about how the virus transmits or in what form it transmits, whether it's uh, only in a form of uh, when a patient shows strong symptoms or also in, uh, in a form of mild symptoms, then of course countries and health systems can much better prepare. And we, then also we would know at what to look for at uh, entry points in airports, harbors or train stations, for example.
0: A renowned scientist at China's National Health Commission says the outbreak of the Wuhan virus could peak in around 10 days, Shang Dan San says early detection and isolation are the most effective ways to ward off the virus. Janice Wong reports.
1: Speaking in an exclusive interview with Xinhua News Agency, Dr. Jung says the mortality rate from the new coronavirus is 2.3%. But because it's highly contagious, early detection and isolation are the most effective ways to combat its spread. He said no one could accurately predict when the outbreak would peak, but he expected the disease to reach the climax in around 10 days' time. After that, he says there shouldn't be any large-scale increases in new cases. Dr. Jung, whose team is advising the central government on how to handle the crisis, also says there are many reasons for the sudden sharp increase in new cases on the mainland. He believes it's related to the proactive measures being taken to detect those infected. He also doesn't believe mass infections will emerge as a result of the large movement of people during the Chinese New Year holidays. The important thing, he said, is that screening and detection measures continue to be put in place at airports, railway stations and other border checkpoints. And on the situation in Wuhan, Dr. Jung says right now it's crucial to minimize infection rates inside hospitals.
0: The MTR corporation says it found objects including bamboo sticks, bicycles and rubbish bins on its east rail line this morning and the tracks near university station were set on fire. The rail firm said it cleared the debris before the first train started, but later found people were trespassing on the tracks at University Station and other objects were obstructing tracks at other stations. There had been calls on social media to paralyze traffic in Hong Kong, to force the government to completely close its borders to prevent the spread of the Wuhan virus here. Total journey time between Hung Hom and Lo Wu, Lok Ma Chau, was delayed by up to 50 minutes during the morning rush hour. The United States says it's disappointed at Britain's decision to give the Chinese telecoms company Huawei a limited role in the development of its 5G mobile network. London says it'll be excluded from sensitive sites, including military bases. But a Republican member of the US Senate Intelligence Committee, Tom Cotton, said the Chinese Communist Party would get a foothold to spy on Britain. Huawei's head of communications, Ed Brewster, says his firm has never been asked to pass on any information by any government. That would be in breach of our contracts with our customers. That would be in breach of UK and European law. No, we sell telecoms network equipment. We make the kit that goes in the networks. Our customers, be it the likes of a BT or an EE or a Vodafone or a 3, they then own and operate the networks. We don't access those networks. President Trump's new peace plan for the Middle East has been embraced by Israel, but condemned as a conspiracy by the Palestinians. His proposals offer Israel-Jerusalem as its capital, recognition of its West Bank settlements and possession of much of the most fertile land along the Jordan Valley. Palestinians are offered cash and a truncated territory threaded between settlements. Mr. Trump gave the Palestinians this warning. I want this deal to be a great deal for the Palestinians. It has to be. Today's agreement is a historic opportunity for the Palestinians to finally achieve an independent state of their very own. After 70 years of little progress, this could be the last opportunity they will ever have. Speaking alongside the president, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said he'd present the proposal for applying Israeli jurisdiction to its West Bank settlements and its next cabinet session. He thanked Mr. Trump.
2: It's a great plan for Israel. It's a great plan for peace. Frankly, Mr. President, given uh, all that you've already done for Israel, I'm not surprised. You have been the greatest friend that Israel has ever had in the White House.
0: But the Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas rejected the proposal, calling it a conspiracy which will not pass. In the announcement, we did not find anything new compared to what we have heard two years ago. Therefore. We cannot wait and wait and keep waiting. And after we have heard this nonsense, we say no, no, and big no to the deal of the century. Republican U.S. senators have met to discuss whether to call witnesses in President Trump's impeachment trial. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell told the closed-door meeting that Republicans don't yet have the votes to block witnesses in Friday's vote. These three could support democratic demands that the Senate hear further evidence and call additional witnesses. The European planemaker Airbus has confirmed it expects to pay nearly four billion US dollars as part of a settlement provisionally agreed with French, British and US authorities linked to its investigations into allegations of bribery and corruption, focusing on the use of middlemen in plane cells. Settlements are subject to approval by the courts in the three countries at the end of this month. Short while ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at twenty-seven thousand three hundred one. That's six hundred forty-seven points down on the previous close. Turnover was sixty-eight point three billion dollars. To currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at hundred nine point one eight yen. The euro stands at one U.S. dollar and ten cents, and the pound is worth ten Hong Kong dollars and twelve cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Chung. We start with tennis at the
3: Australian Open, where Simona Halep has breezed into the semi-finals. The former world number 1 destroyed Annette Kontaveit six-one six-one 6 one in just 53 minutes to stay on course for a third major. Halep's best showing in Melbourne was two years ago when she reached the final and lost to Carolyn Wozniacki. She'll play Spain's Garbinia Muguruza for a place in the final. Muguruza one seven five six three against Anastasia Pavlichenkova. Next to football, Aston Villa are through to the final of the English League Cup. A two one win over Leicester in the second leg of their semi final puts them through three two on aggregate. The BBC's John Murray has more from Villa Park.
2: A brilliant start for Leicester who came out so strongly and really could have been one two goals ahead had it not been for Neyland, amazing saves and then against the run of play Matt Target scored the goal uh, to make it 1-0 on the night and that changed the game somewhat Eventually, just like the first leg, Kelechi and actual came up with the equaliser That was in the 72nd minute, and at that point Leicester were the stronger. But then, in added time, right at the end, when it looked as though penalties were on their way, the Egyptian combination, the substitute El Mohamedy, swung over a delicious cross towards the back post, and Trezeguet, the other Egyptian substitute, arrived from an angle at the back post in the six-yard box to very calmly steer it across and in. The
3: other semi-final is between Manchester City and Manchester United. City hold a 3-1 lead going into tonight's second leg at Etihad Stadium. AC Milan are through to the semi-finals of the Coppa Italia. They beat Torino 4-2 after extra time. Before the game, tribute was paid to basketball legend Kobe Bryant. The L.A. Lakers star and his 13-year-old daughter were among nine people who died in a helicopter crash in California on Sunday. Brian lived in Italy as a child and was a fan of AC Milan. Fans around the San Siro stood and applauded in the 24th minute, while players from both sides wore black armbands in a sign of mourning. Meanwhile, the online petition to use Brian's image as the new NBA logo has passed two million signatures. The Philadelphia 76ers were the latest NBA team to honor Bryant in a pre-game ceremony. Sixers star Joel Embiid paid respect by wearing number 24 during the home game against the Golden State Warriors. He finished with 24 points in a 115-104 victory. Bryant was born in Philadelphia and was drafted
0: to the NBA from a local high school. And that's your look at sports. Finally, a study of the Red Sea says it's huge source of hydrocarbon emissions that are polluting the atmosphere on a scale equivalent to some large countries that export fossil fuels. Researchers at the Max Planck Institute of Chemistry found that reservoirs of ethane and propane gas buried beneath the sea based, be, seabed in oil and gas reserves were seeping up and mixing with fumes from industrial shipping. And now to end the news again, the headlines... Public doctors say they won't support a strike planned by healthcare workers next week. Travelers between the mainland and Hong Kong scramble to adjust their plans after the government announces the partial border closure, and the US says it's disappointed at Britain's decision to give Huawei a limited role in its 5G network. News from RTHK.
2: You're by cars. Happy Chinese New Year. Tonight we're forever young afternoon and welcome to the one two three show kung Hei fat Choi, everyone and wishing you all a happy healthy and lovely year you know, they always say that health wealth and love so lovely year ahead of us hopefully um i don't even know hopefully hopefully this will be the end of the coronavirus there's always hope well as safety measures on the one two three show We will have uh, a lot of phone guests uh, in the next uh, week or so, instead of having our guests uh, coming into the studio. So uh, first up, just after half past one, uh, we will be chatting with pediatrician Alvin Chan. Dr. Alvin Chan will be chatting a little bit more about ways to protect ourselves and also our little ones uh, against the coronavirus. And uh, after two o'clock, we will have some uh, interesting rat Facts. That's right. Since it's the year of the rat, uh, we'll be looking at uh, some fun rat facts. I'm trying to say that uh, without tripping over my words. And uh, finally, after 2.30...